I have a confession to make. What's that? Uh, I hate Thanksgiving. It's not one of my favorite holidays either. Um, I'm not a foodie guy. Like Same. Yeah, and like being around my family was never a lot of fun for me. I didn't have anybody my age other than my cousins that I got to see like on those holidays. And they were assholes, so I didn't really want to <laughs> hang around with them. Right. So, yeah. I- yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, like I, some of my fonder memories of Thanksgiving definitely revolve around going out and spending time with some of the extended family I didn't yeah. see. And rose colored glasses, I'll say that <laughs> rose blob glasses, rose blob, <laughs> yeah, rose blob colored glasses. Um, like nostalgia has definitely taken over in that regard. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I hated it back then, but like I, I don't even have that much nostalgia factor for it it's just yeah but i mean i'm, I'm with you on like 100 percent. like i'm not a food person i'm a, a notoriously picky eater same here and oh, like a lot of that is like for at least for me it's for very a quasi valid reasons not that there's not a valid reason to be a picky eater you just do you but like i don't have a sense of smell so my taste buds are completely fucked that's um, a large part of mine yeah yeah and um like i'm allergic to so much or can't digest so much yeah i don't i don't take those two boxes but it's but... it's like there's so much that i i can't eat it's like my thanksgiving dinner would be you know a couple of pieces of turkey some mashed potatoes and like usually some mac and cheese or something right yeah my <laughs> like, my oh plate is usually a, a piece a, a piece of turkey that i don't that i'll eat but i don't like to eat I, i'm not a turkey guy um Tur- some like mashed turkey. potatoes usually without the gravy yeah and like a roll yeah like a yeah. buttered roll that's that's my thanksgiving dinner usually like tur- i'm fine with turkey i don't mind it but it so has to be cooked correctly and it almost never is like uh, it, it's I usually just this dry, dead meat. Yeah, I, and if you can have somebody who knows what they're doing to smoke the turkey, that's good. Where it's just fall off the bone like melty. <laughs> but I mean, after that, you can do the the part of Thanksgiving that you might actually like, which is go around and have ice cream in places. This is an, this is something I am unfamiliar oh, with. Like go to diff, like your different family's places or your friends' places oh, for okay. dessert and stuff. Oh, not okay, go okay. over for the meal, <laughs> but just go over and be like, I'm having some ice cream and pie or whatever fair sort enough. of dessert. Fair, you have. fair, fair. Then again, I'm I'm like I'm not I know a you're pie not, guy either. Yeah, but you anyway, like ice cream. Okay, I mean I'll eat a, I'll eat a small amount. <laughs> Okay, we, yeah. we. I think we've talked about you and me basically functionally being the same person long enough. Um, <laughs> we we need to talk about a certain movie that we decided oh, to God, watch. Do we? I'd rather talk about like Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner some more. <laughs> um, so welcome to Creature Crunch, the podcast where we take a turkey, uh, hack it up, gobble, 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 gobble it down, and then uh, something about a crunch. Uh, my name is Matt. And I'm a designated turkeyologist. And uh, we're here to talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah. what we're here for so (laughs) this was a rough one yeah okay so i want to preface this entire episode by saying that uh thanks killing is the type of movie that chris and i do not get into like it yeah um yeah i i have problems with bad on purpose movies 
it, it's the difference between, and I think we talked about this before on other episodes. We, we talked about it definitely during the Ernest episode a little right. bit, and we also talked about it in our intro right. you know, episode zero. But like, there, there's such a huge gulf of difference between Birdemic One and Birdemic Two, and this is Birdemic Two for me. Yeah, so I, and I know a lot of people don't see it like that. There's a well, it has like a huge cult following. There, there are people that legitimately enjoy that type of movie. The, yeah, the you know the. The horrible for the sake of being horrible. And you know what? If that's your type of movie, that, go you. Chase your bliss, man. Right, I'm right. not going to stop you, but this uh, ain't for me. Yeah. Um, it's not us. It's not. It's definitely not us. No. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll harp on it a little bit more. Uh, I will preface not only the spoiler warning here, but also the if you legitimately like this movie, uh, you might want to skip this, this, this episode. This is a skipper for you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, honestly, as far as recommending it goes... I call this on a big pass myself, but that's just for me. Yeah. I mean, especially when you consider, like I said in my, in the episode zero, that I tend to like the more serious nature of a lot of films. I can dig a horror comedy, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I can get into comedy horrors, but that like, not this, this, this genre is not, Yeah, it's, I, mm. I prefer, Uh, you know what it is? What, what this is, is it reminds me of Tim and Eric Uh where it's that sort of anti humor. It's like, funny it's supposed to be funny because it's not funny mm-hmm. and i never really got into that even though i kind of like actual tim and eric like i like some of the other stuff they've done yeah i didn't really ever get into that show mm-hmm. for for the same reasons because it's like the joke is that there's the, no joke is that there's no joke or that it's not funny or that it's exaggeratedly not funny and, and right. stuff like that right and exaggeratedly not funny i think is the is yeah the, yeah the key uh, because that's what this movie relies on. And for me in my comedy, and, and, and this goes as far as all comedy, for right? Me, it has to be clever writing. Yeah. There has to be some thought and, 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 and effort, like legitimate effort put into it. Not, mm-hmm. not to say that effort wasn't put into this film, no. but, um, it, it can't be just dick joke followed by yeah, that's gay joke followed oh God, by, yeah. You know, oh, it's funny. Just uh, like the guy wants to fuck a turkey, isn't that hilarious? No, yeah. it's it's not funny, not to me anyway. But yeah. I, we'll we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, I mean, like if we want to get into the the movie, like you know what you're in for from the very first shot of the movie. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about this. Um, I'm going to get into this before we actually get into the movie, though. I do want to talk a little bit about the director and some of the people okay. who worked on it because there is some legitimate, interesting things going here. Yeah, um, it was written and directed by Jordan Downey, uh, and co-written by Brad Schultz, Tony Wilson, Grant Yaffe, and Kevin Stewart. So this movie had a create the creative talents of five different people behind the writing force. That is insane. It is insane, and. For a for a, a movie that just barely squeaks past an hour, yeah, and I don't know, like I don't know these people. I'm not familiar mm-hmm. with their work beyond this, but to me, five people should have been able to write a better <laughs> joke than anything in this movie. <sighs> there, yeah. Um, it, mm. but uh, anyway, uh, Downey was apparently an intern under Wes Craven. Okay. Uh, and this was his first film, and he went on to make a few other horror comedies in a similar vein to this, um, until he finally made uh, a movie called The Headhunter, which I just looked up today. Looks legitimately really good. Yeah, you, you were telling me kind of a uh, short synopsis of it, and it, it yeah. sounds interesting, if yeah. nothing else. Yeah, you, I'll, I'll have to pull up the trailer after this episode, but yeah. uh, after we finish recording. But um, 
yeah, that might be a it might be a creature crunch movie. Yeah. If nothing else, I'm gonna watch it. So <laughs> I, I mean, and based off of that trailer alone, like Downey clearly has a lot of talent and mm-hmm. skill. And I mean dedication as well. I, I while researching this movie, I found out that he himself made the turkey puppet. Oh, really? And he, yeah, he crafted it in his bathroom. And okay. I mean, I, it I is one few... of the better looking things in this movie. Yeah, like I make a few jokes worth. that the, that it doesn't look great, but for a home project by one guy, yeah. like no, that's like I mean, I couldn't do it. <laughs> honestly, that was for like for me. One thing I have to say in this movie's favor is that a lot of the 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 effects don't look terrible considering what the movie is yeah no that's that's fair like the the gore effects look the fine. gore effects actually didn't look too bad there was one scene that i had a gripe with but mm-hmm. uh but i mean no the, it, they're it's definitely passable for for something like this right the turkey puppet like i mean it doesn't look like a turkey but like an actual living turkey but it's not supposed to right like it, it looks like what it is it looks like a, a kind of neatly designed turkey puppet yep um Schultz, on the other hand, Uh-oh. went on to create a series uh, parody of Game of Thrones called Gay of Thrones. Oh, so we know where all of you the... know where the humor came from. Yeah, where all of the uh, homophobic stuff in this movie came yep. from. Yep, probably. I mean, who could say? Yeah, but I mean, there were four other people, three other people beyond those two that worked on this. So who knows? Yeah. Um, but the uh, the movie, as we said, it starts up with a close up shot of a boob. I yeah, a naked boob. I just about. When when that started, I just about turned this off and told and like texted you and saying no, I'm I'm sending this one out. Sorry, you're doing this, you're flying solo on this one, buddy. Well, I appreciate you not doing that. We're a team. Yeah, but I am at least forty five percent of the team. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, it, it starts up with the closest close up shot of the boob. And before we go any further than this, I have to say that Mr. Downey here uh, apparently adores close up shots. Yeah. Uh, I felt uncomfortably close to every single actor in every single shot, and I hated it. it yeah, it was really... It was a choice that was made. Like, Oh, gosh, it was bad. Um, I don't think you ever see anybody's feet in this movie. I think only, only when they are, like, intentionally in the air. Yeah. When they're literally rolling around on the floor. But anyway, um, this boob belongs to uh, Wanda Lust, is her name. Uh, whose IMDb page has a single trivia note about her, and that is tattoos, right middle arm, front. Nice. That okay. is it. Um, okay. We get some turkey vision. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and Miss Lust is playing a, uh, as credited, a topless pilgrim who's running through the woods from a bad turkey puppet uh, wielding a tomahawk. Yeah. He quips, Nice tits, bitch. And kills her. That's the kind of movie we're in for. You like you are going to know if you are on board with this movie from that scene. Yeah. Like that is the entire movie in a nutshell. ten second clip. Yep. So uh Jordan Downey voices the turkey, whose name is Turkey, spelled with an IE instead I of a didn't Y. Know that. I w- I thought you were just misspelling turkey on purpose. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, so that's also the kind of clever writing that this movie has. And every time the turkey talks, he starts with a eh, eh, laugh. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to see the, the, uh, either the epic rap battle or, like, the, uh, the, uh, death battle between this turkey and Triumph, the insult comic dog. Yeah. We get a title sequence and opening credits that put way too much effort in over a synthy horror track with turkey gobbling interlaced within. And they are long credits, honestly. They go for a while, and you get some wild names in those. Yeah, <laughs> in like, I, 
Uh, I'll cover some of the cast as we go, but we already hit the one uh, with uh, Wanda Lust. Yeah, and then there's Chuck, dead body guy lamb. So there's a story there. We'll get to it. Okay. But um, at this point, I kind of, I, I was at this point already like, I'm not going to like this movie. I knew I wasn't uh-huh. going to like this movie. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to stay positive and point out all the good things in this movie. First good thing, the no- the leaves are very pretty. It's a it's fall on a, mm-hmm. on like uh, it looks like a high school campus. Every synopsis and everything I read afterwards says it was supposed to be college. I was wondering because like either way these guys are way too old to be here, but definitely um, for high school. Like, but I, I can... will say, uh, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, that is the very last thing that I say good about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Almost just about um but we open this movie proper with uh, I call them college students just because all of the synopses um, define them as such. Uh, but we get the uh, 40-year-old college students leaving campus for Thanksgiving break. Uh, these people are Billy, who's played by Aaron Carlson, uh, who I could find nothing else about. Uh, <laughs> and Johnny, played by Lance Predmore, who apparently only acted in one other thing called Elementary and Education and Death. That's a pretty good name. <laughs> Um, Billy is the token redneck fat kid, and Johnny is the token jock. Uh, you'll notice that pretty much every character in this movie has the stereotype. Yeah. And that is a very clear decision, and they, but the thing is, again, that's the joke in this, and it it gets tired. Well, let's, let's just face it, Uh, it was an already tired gag before, and... a lot of these were played out in the 70s and this is you know 40 years later yeah so this movie came out in 2008 and that trope was already tired by yeah yeah so uh but billy is just so excited that it's thanksgiving break that he mostly rips off his shirt yeah uh in hopes that Allie, who's played by natasha cordova whose google image search is of her like the first result is of her face down while getting fucked. So I'm Ooh, sure that she loves bummer. that. Bummer. Well, it's from know. this movie. Oh, um, oh no! Oh yeah, no! Yeah, no. It's it's that scene. It's <laughs> oh, the scene no. where she's doggy styled down. Like yeah, oh, it's like God. I I feel bad for this actress. Yeah, uh, I have to imagine like we we were talking about like how old these characters are supposed to be. I think they're supposed to be high school. And here's my my like justification for that. Uh, when I was in college, we never got the week off for Thanksgiving. We'd have Thanksgiving off, and then maybe the Friday after. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. And um, I, I can't imagine college students getting this pumped over having two days off. Right. No, that's fair. I mean, to be fair, I think that's also part of the joke, though, because like, yeah. who the hell... I mean, kids, sure, but who the hell is that excited? He, he treats it like it's spring break, and yeah. that's the joke, that's, that it's, it's supposed yeah. to be theirs, like... The well, parody on that. Allie even is like, it's spring break. Yeah, because because uh, Allie is the token ditzy slut, uh, and she complies with him by lifting up her shirt, and then the token good girl, Kristen, played by Lindsay Anderson, who is now a weather forecaster for a Kansas City news program. I have to wonder how much shit she gets for being in this movie. I, I Yeah. Oh. Um, but uh, she, tells, she tells Allie to put them away because it's not, and I quote, Titsgiving. Pull your shirt down, honey. It's Thanksgiving, not Titsgiving. And then we have a weird transition. Well, not a transition effect. We have this weird no, it, point where the video speeds up from like, them walking. Okay, I thought it was a glitch with me watching it, like I was having some interlacing problems or something. Nope. But since you brought that up too, no, that's just part of the movie. Yeah, no, it, I guess they probably just filmed the scene of them walking from like one point to another. Uh-huh. And we're like, 
this is taking too long, but we don't want to cut it because our movie is already too short. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, but then we're introduced. There were choices made. Yeah. Then we're introduced to the token nerd, Darren, played not, by. Go ahead. Okay. So not just a nerd. He's a horny nerd. Oh, yeah. The virgin. Yeah. The, yeah. Her, the, the quote unquote virgin. Yeah. Um, who's played by uh, Ryan Francis, who I also couldn't find any in, more info about. I hope these people like lived through the production of this movie. <laughs> And they didn't just become missing people after yeah. this. Because that, that's a lot of people who just vanished off the face of the earth. Well, I mean, let's be frank. its They're probably Downey's friends. I mean, this is I mean, it, probably it's, true. I, I got another little bit of trivia that he hosted auditions in his garage. Okay. So they're either his friends or his neighbors. One of the two. Yeah. Um, but uh, Billy says that Darren is a friend of his who's... It's cool, man. He's with me. A little weird. You get used to it. Cool. Uh, he then proceeds to treat Darren like trash. I, like, I glazed over, because I was already kind of out of this movie by this point. Yeah. But when I, I glazed over the fact that Billy said that Darren was his friend. Oh, yeah, I did too. And I thought he was just like, oh, okay, he invited himself along on this trip and no one told him no. Yeah, no, I glazed over that too until my second, like, kind of yeah, brush up. Yeah, because Billy treats him like absolute garbage in this movie. Now, I do have to say that, like, for me growing up, that's actually not a far pull for me. I mean, I, yeah. I had a, I had a friend, one of my best friends. He was my best man at my wedding. Love the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I respect him a lot. He's a great man. But growing up, he, he and I were good friends, but whenever you introduced a third party into the, into yeah. our like dynamic, anybody else, I was the punching bag. And okay. I got these types of jokes against me from him. Yeah. I, there's some realism in the way that Billy treats Darren. Yeah, I, I guess so. It's just... I honestly don't think that was intentional. I think it's supposed to be, look, they're best friends. Or they're they're good friends, but haha, look how badly he treats Billy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the joke. But it actually kind of resonates with me. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, Darren is intentionally and overly gross for some reason. Like, he keeps wiping oh. his mouth with these gross sounds. And I'm not sure if the the implication is just to try to make this guy look pathetic and not likable. I don't know. I hate it. That's that's all there is to it. I hate it. And and uh, and if it's at this point that I'm like, the camera needs to back the fuck up from the actors. Like, I, there was a couple oh, scenes where man. I thought we were gonna crawl inside Darren. No, like. it's so bad. <laughs> um, but after introducing himself to Darren, Johnny shows off his muscles. Uh, uh. Darren is impressed until Billy makes a penis joke at him. Yeah. Uh, and then I have the note, uh, oh, thank God, a commercial. Oh, do, uh, which service did you watch this on? I at? watched it on Tubi. Me too. Yeah. Weren't those commercial breaks the best thing? Yeah, they were long and very meaningful. They were like, like five-minute commercial breaks, and usually that bothers me. This time it's like, okay, no, I get to collect myself yeah. for five minutes before we continue on. No, I noted every single time I got Yeah, one. it was just like... Now, I don't know if it was the same for you, but every time it returned from a commercial break, the movie would be frozen, and I would have to like backtrack it oh, by no. a few seconds in order for it to continue, so... The movie, and for me, the movie didn't even want to continue. <laughs> After the commercial break, the group all pile into Johnny's Jeep and drive off, with Billy still exclaiming his excitement over Thanksgiving break. Yeah. And we cut to a scene in the woods where a man named Oscar is walking with his dog, Flashy. See, I didn't know his name was Oscar, and I kept thinking he called his dog Lassie. I kept thinking that too. Uh, it's a it collie, isn't it? It is a collie. So yeah. And I kept thinking that too until later on he says it again and I heard it more clearly and then uh-huh. the credits actually credited as flashy. But Okay. Uh, and he refers to himself as Oscar a few times. It's just Okay. I you know, you don't I'm not invested in anything 
I wasn't invested in anything these guys were, these characters were saying. And right. it was, at, it was during my second scrub through that I picked up a lot of this okay. stuff. Okay. So that makes sense. Um, Oscar is played by a gentleman named General Bastard. Good name. Good Christian name. <laughs> also, he is also the one who made the music for this movie. Okay. And see, I did the music was, wasn't a bad part it, for it me. Wasn't. It was serviceable. It was. Um, I mean, the, the intro even like there were a few points where it's like, okay, this is a little grading, but it wasn't. Like, it wasn't bad. The, it was not yeah. bad at all. Yeah. Um, also, there was kind of a butt rock song playing when they're driving around for a bit, and I kind of dug that. <laughs> I don't know who did that one, but... Maybe it was General Bastard. General Bastard is the one who okay. did the music, so. Future Matt here um, did a little bit of research after the recording, and it turns out that this song is actually a song by the band Overrated, which evidently, from what I've read, is a female-fronted band. This is their song, and uh, actually, Ryan E. Francis, the, the, the actor who plays Darren, is the drummer for this band. Um, General Bastard, on the other hand, uh, while he did compose a lot of the music and, and write the music for this movie, he had nothing to do with this song. Um, but I did finally find out that he is, uh, now a solo artist, but used to be a guitarist for a band called The Mentors. Uh, just thought that was a little bit of interesting and wanted to do some due diligence, uh, since I didn't put all that much research into this apparently. So, uh, back to the episode. But uh, Flashy runs off and then ends up urinating on a little tiny totem pole that awakens the awakens Turkey, I guess. I looked away to check something on my phone, and when I looked up, my screen was just full of dog piss, and I was upset. <laughs> That's that is fair. Uh, the the turkey then kills Flashy yeah. because now this movie wants to murder a dog. So the, the dog, dog got out. <laughs> the dog the dog did not the, live in this movie. The dog escaped this movie. It came in, it did what it needed to do, and it left. Uh, we cut back to the kids yeah. driving through a different season. <laughs> the The intro shot with all of the, the pretty fall leaves uh-huh. is the only time we see that. Everything yeah. else looks like it was shot in summer. Yeah, it's very true. Um, they exchange some very cringy banter, and then Johnny oh. starts getting sentimental about his father, who I guess taught him how to throw a football. And then we get this, like, sepia-toned flashback of him catching a football. And I thought, okay, that's supposed to be his father. Maybe his father died or something like that. No. No, he, it's, just... it's him, and we don't see his father in the flashback. Or maybe no. it was supposed to be his father. I don't know. We only see one person in this flashback. Yeah, yeah. And, like, we learn that that Johnny and his father are at odds because Johnny's not jock enough for him, I guess. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover that when we get to it. It's, but, hmm. uh after this little flashback, Kristen asks Billy what he's thankful for, and right. he gives a weird little bit of expedition, ex, uh, exposition uh, saying that his dad died last year and that now... My papa died last year. I guess I'm just grateful that I still got my little mama. I'm going to show her a good time this Thanksgiving. Oh, Billy, that is so sweet. And that is a wild sentence. I, like, I, I didn't... I had to stop for a moment, and it's just like, okay, is he talking about his actual mother? Is he talking about his, like, his girlfriend? Are they the same person? <laughs> you know what? He's the token redneck. Yeah. As defined by the Wikipedia. Right. 
that's a possibility, but um, I didn't like the words he said. No. And I don't like I don't the like very many it. of the words he says. That's true. Uh, Darren proclaims that he is going to... I'm going to go wild. I'm going to go buck wild on this trip. And... I'm going to go skinny dipping without any clothes on. As opposed to skinny dipping with clothes on. Mm-hmm. Traditionally. Yeah. Uh, he's going to... I'm going to ghost ride the whip, man. Woo! <laughs> and then he declares that he's going to... I'm going to have sex with someone in this car. <laughs> I'm going to be the one doing the sexing. <laughs> yeah, to one of you. Oh, I hated that. Oh, I hated that. I hate everything about everyone. It was at this point I wanted everyone in the movie, like all of these characters to die. I, I wanted the turkey to get them. It was, it was not, it was, yeah. I think I had that note a few times in my original thoughts. Yeah. Um, the, only so, per, the only person who comes out of this with any dignity is General Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, Allie is firmly established as the slut. Oh, and oh. Kristen tells her... Oh, please, Allie. Your legs are harder to shut than the John Benet Ramsey case. Oh, snap. Oh. <laughs> A timely reference for 2008? Yeah. So, um, we then cut to Christian's father, who is uh, Sheriff Roud, being served literal shit coffee by his wife, who informs him that she wants a divorce. And he has the uh, best fake mustache I've ever seen. So... Yeah, it was... Oh, thank God. Um, now, Roud is played by by Chuck Lamb. Yeah. Um, who, as you mentioned, is credited as uh, dead guy Chuck Lamb. Um, he's apparently made moderate success playing dead bodies in movies. Okay. Near as I can tell, his movie and TV credits are relatively slim, and they're mostly obscure titles, uh, okay. which, of course, read... I'm, that means I'm not familiar with them, so they yeah. may be more mainstream. I don't know, but um, but apparently he's on, he's won awards from who? Uh, there's a variety of things. Um, is there is there like some sort of awards the, category the that New gives York, them out? To... The New York Times, I think, was one of them. What? Yeah, let me let me double check this really quick. Let me fact check a second here. Yeah, he, he obtained coverage around the globe. Uh, his website was noticed by Mark Har uh, Mike Harden of the Columbus Dispatch. Okay. The following week, he was on the front page of the national section of New York, the New York Times. Wow. Uh, and he has been called a global phenomenon by the Associated Press. Uh, and in his hometown magazine, uh, Columbus Monthly, he na they named him Best Dead Guy in the Best of Columbus issue. Okay. Well. Uh, a collection, uh, apparently a collectible set of trading cards was also <laughs> issued and sold out very quickly. Okay, that's kind of funny. I like that. So, yeah, this man has some dead guy notoriety, yeah, and that well. is why he is credited as that. Way to go, Mr. Lamb, I guess. So, I mean, can't, you know. Yep. Um, <laughs> this lamb has some chops. I'm going to leave that silence in. Um, <laughs> the, the Jeep... Meanwhile, the Jeep breaks down and the kids, kids, pull over on the side of the road. Uh, Johnny says it overheated, but Allie thinks that it might just be a flat tire. Oh. Because if we, if you didn't know yet, uh, she's supposed to be dumb. Yeah, like 90% of, of my responses in this movie was just me going, oh. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. in like exceedingly exaggerated ways. I yeah, I, just... my notes had increasingly, num an increasing number of caps lock use. Uh, as the movie went on, but 
Um, Billy suggests that they camp out right there because they already have the tents and beer. Uh, everybody else thinks that that idea is the best. Yeah. We got tents and beer. Let's party here tonight. <gasps> yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, and then like Allie continues to hit on, uh, on Johnny. And, uh, I loved it that Kristen actually gives the exact same look that my soul was giving the entire time in the movie. <laughs> This was, uh, and then it, yeah. it shows us the uh, it shows us the full moon in a very very poor like stock footage selection. Like you could see the pixels around the moon. It it was like it was impressive. It's a it's a good comp shot, man. Yep. <laughs> um, while walking away from the road, Darren comes across a sign that says Crawberg, which he suddenly remembers a legend about, and he shares this with the others. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is done in a strange like animated it's almost animated like i mean it's somebody somebody went through and drew uh caricatures of the people and events in this and uh and i mean i knew that a movie titled thanks killing was not going to handle native americans with the with the most grace or poise but woof um yeah uh yeah so the story is in a settlement known as crawlberg a Native American named Feathercloud was Oof. dishonored by a pilgrim who is the ancestor of Billy for some reason. This never comes into play. It's, I think it was just an excuse to draw Billy as a caricature. Yeah. A very gross caricature. Um, but Feathercloud, and I quote, Feathercloud necromanced a turf. I don't that think that's how you, you uh, verb that. <laughs> the movie uses it twice. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> necromanced They failed twice. <laughs> That would that would rise every once every five hundred years to kill people or something like they they say that it's meant to go after the white man and I'm not sure if the movie is trying to make a statement one way or another I about, I, I don't know but th- I can't imagine I think it, this I, movie's making any sort of statement. Here's the thing, it's not as bad as I was expecting. That's fair. I was expecting when I heard the the plot synopsis for the this movie and we watched the trailer. I was expecting so much worse. So much worse. Yeah. So, like, that this is the extent of how bad it gets, pretty much. Like, with a couple scenes later. But, like, it's like, okay, it's bad. It's very, very, very bad. I was not expecting it to restrain themselves this much. Yeah, I'm glad that that wasn't the focus of the movie. Yeah. Um, I would have have turned it off at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't think I could have sat through this. but, um, But, yeah, so... Uh, evidently, turkeyologists all around the world have studied oh, and written man, books. That's a sentence. Yeah, they've they've studied and written books about this legend, and it is known as Thanksgiving. Yeah, they I'm... made the joke that I wanted to make. <laughs> <laughs> I am so worried that this review is not gonna, or like this episode is not gonna come out very well because it's just gonna be you synopsizing and me slowly curling into like a little crustacean over here and moaning. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we thought Carnosaur was going to turn out bad, and it turned out okay. So, yeah. in fact, I've gotten compliments on how good it turned out. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, from me. <laughs> and from my wife. <laughs> I don't know if we count. <laughs> Johnny scolds Darren for scaring them in front of the girls, 
And on my first watch through, I thought it was like, you're going to scare the girls. But on my second, like my second scrub through, Mm -hmm. um, I actually missed, I I reinterpreted this scene in that he was getting scared. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't want to look scared in front of the girls. That was kind of clever. Which makes it better. Again, not sure if that was the intent. I think it was. Or at least I think that's how the actor chose to play it. And it works like that. So, that was yeah, kind of so, funny. No, that that right there, and like, a, a tick towards the more clever. There's a couple bits. of clever lines and line reads in this. They're just far <laughs> outweighed by everything else. Uh-huh. There's like a couple kernels of corn in this shit mountain. Yeah, the, I don't want to go digging for them, but they're there. <laughs> um, Kristen and Allie both vie for Johnny's attention. Uh, apparently, for some apparently these kids who went for a camping trip didn't bring enough tents for some reason they brought two tents where were like do they ever say where they're going no okay no because like and and honestly i don't even know what they were doing because when Kristen calls her dad she tells him she'll be home in a few hours right i i don't know um let's you can't peer at it too chris we can't peer at this too hard or it'll peer back (laughs) um we we cut over to oscar who is searching for flashy and finds Turkey, who taunts Oscar about killing his dog, asking her a question or something like that. It's it's not that joke. I didn't write the joke down. I didn't care. It, oh, it's accidentally. Anyway, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was but an axe it, pun. It was bad. Yeah, and they explain it just a hair too much for it to be anything. A hair too much for it to be funny, but not enough to be stupidly funny. I don't know. But uh, Turkey runs away after Oscar shoots at it. Oscar shoots and Turkey runs away and Oscar declares vengeance on the Turkey. And he says a line that the first time I listened to, I thought he was implying that he considered the dog, his wife. Oh no. But after I scrubbed through it the second time, he said, why, why, where's my wife? No, you flashy. Damn you, Turkey. Damn you. So is that implying that Turkey killed his wife at some point? I think he's just saying that his wife did die. It's and now his dog maybe, has been murdered by a turkey. Honestly, the way the writing has been going, I'm not putting it past anything. Yeah. Uh, but we, we get back to, to Kristen, who kind of wanders away from the group and calls her dad to let, her, let him know that she's not going to be home. Mm-hmm. And she comes across turkey. We get more turkey vision. Um, she screams, which evidently stuns Turkey long enough for her to run away. He calls her a meanie. I'm gonna drink your blood like cranberry sauce, meanie. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, here's the thing. Here's the yeah. thing about the turkey is this turkey has a what I would define as a potty mouth. <laughs> but when he calls her a meanie, that was funny. <laughs> if they had made this thing like completely like. If he never dropped an f bomb, uh-huh. never never said a swear, uh-huh. and instead called people that, like, then it would have been hilarious Beanies and butt faces. And yeah, stuff that like would that. have been freaking hysterical. That would have been really funny. But this is the only time that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, she gets back to the camp. Nobody believes her that uh, when she tells them that Darren's story is real. In fact, Darren even ridicules her. He seemed pretty freaked out earlier, but now apparently it was all just a ghost story. I he implies that he made it up. But he didn't. But he didn't. Because that's how it worked. Like, they later on, they're yeah. like, we're going to go. Anyway. Um, and then a bunny suddenly jumps <laughs> into the fire with a weird little scream. And I got to admit, that made me laugh. 
the little scream it makes while it jumps. Yeah. And it's such an obviously fake prop that it's kind of funny. Yeah. So, like, when they light it on fire. Yeah. (laughs) It it jumps into the fire, but it just goes... And then jumps into the fire. And that... I laughed. I will admit. I laughed. Darren examines the burning bunny and determines that its stomach was torn open by a turkey beak. Billy ridicules the rest, and so they all decide to go to bed. And during the scenes, it keeps giving us ridiculously close-up shots of the burning rapid puppet for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Uh, and then we get another commercial break, which was... Oh. Welcome. So welcome. <laughs> Sell me your stuff, Kroger. I need it. <laughs> Talk about it all you want. I will buy your bananas. <laughs> Billy, who didn't get the luxury of a tent wakes up the next morning with Oscar looming over him with a rifle. Oscar tells him that he is Billy's guardian angel because he protected Billy from the turkey somehow. This is made evident by the fact that Billy has turkey poop on his chest. Which is quite obviously just painted marshmallows. Yeah. Uh, Oscar (laughs) walks off and uh, Billy's friends make fun of him. They make fun of Billy for being freaked out Mm -hmm. uh, because Billy is now a believer in the story because turkey pooped on him. Um, and they all decide to leave. Uh, we get a scene where Turkey approaches the highway and a man uh. pulls... <laughs> man pulls his car over to pick the turkey up like he's a hitchhiker. Yeah. Um, there are far too many people in this movie who are just willing to accept that the turkey is a person. <laughs> yeah. And not a turkey. Yeah. He makes... like See, again, that might be funny. It, it's very, like, chicken boo. Yeah, exactly. And that would be hilarious if, for one thing, they kept it consistent through the entire movie, and, like, they they knew that they were making that joke. Yeah. I don't think they do. <laughs> yeah, no, because the, the, the joke here is that he, he, he seems to be making some concerning comments that su- seem to suggest that he wants to fuck the turkey. It's um, not suggesting that he wants to fuck the turkey. It outright states this man is going to fuck this turkey. Yeah, he unzips his pants to do exactly that. Yeah. Um... The turkey has a rifle, though, and points it at the man. I don't know where he got the rifle, but he's got that rifle. When you describe it in terms of, like, a Looney Tunes cartoon, it's kind of funny. But it's just the execution is not there. Yeah. um, But it's like, okay, this turkey is pulling a chicken boo, and then he pulls a rifle out of Hammer's face. That's funny shit. Yeah, he... the, The man, like, freaks out. He's like, please don't kill me. I've got a daughter... And, the, and then we get this weirdly uncomfortable scene of the turkey, like, <laughs> call your daughter. And he calls her and he's like, don't worry, honey. I'm going to be home soon. Yeah. Give your mom a kiss. And then turkey shoots him. Yeah, all of a That's sudden like, it turns into no turkey for old men. Yeah. It's like, am I supposed to feel sympathy for this turkey fucker? I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, back to the kids. Uh, they drop off Allie, who hits on Johnny again, and Kristen makes the same leg and John... Uh, the exact the, same John Benet Ramsey joke. Yeah, she makes the exact same John Benet Ramsey joke, which this time gets a very unproportionally positive result from her friends. Yeah. Like, they just go on and on about how funny that was. It's like her legs are harder to shut than the John Benet Ramsey case. Oh, oh shit! Dang! Oh, damn, that was good! Oh. Bye, guys. Shit, that was good. <laughs> it was, man. That was a good one. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Which, again, I think is supposed to be the joke that the first time they heard it, it wasn't 
all that. I don't know. Like, I didn't even catch the first... Anyway. Um, it's... In, it's it's just, an insane choice that they made for this movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Johnny heads home and meets with his parents, and this is where we officially learn that his father has all but disowned him for mm-hmm. and not I quote, footballing hard enough. Yeah, for making second string quarterback. Johnny decides to lie to his father and tells him that he actually got starting quarterback, and they reconcile. There's also a weird fart joke in that. Yeah. They just play a fart noise when his father stands up. I don't I, know why. I thought I imagined it, or it was one of the dogs. Like, one of my dogs. Nope. It was no, in the it's movie. in the movie. It was in the movie. Uh, but yeah, they, they reconcile, and then Turkey suddenly shows up, slits his dad's throat, and cuts off his head, and tosses it to Johnny, who... Uh, he Johnny, like, runs to his house and finds that Turkey apparently also got to his mom. She's like... Missing her eye or something. She, she has a slit throat and her eyes are covered in bad makeup. Yeah. Um, Johnny drives away swearing vengeance on the turkey because basically his Thanksgiving is ruined. Yeah. And once again, it, it's it, so it, close to being a funny gag. brings it into it. Yeah, he's like, Oh my God. Why? No more pumpkin pie. No more cranberry sauce. Just turkey. Fucking turkey! I'm gonna kill that son of a bitch. He is fucking dead. Yeah, you're so close. You're, you're so, so close. close, guys. But um, maybe just ditch the three of the five writers, <laughs> and you can pull it home. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think Schultz's talents in this movie really benefited it all that much. Anyway, I, I, who um, knows what's responsible for what? But it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I am making some wild accusations <laughs> based off of the uh, off of this man's repertoire. Uh, yeah. from what I've seen, and yeah. I only read the title, so I could be wrong. Um, but anyway, uh, Johnny collects the others and then heads for Allie's house, and we cut to Allie getting boned by some oh. guy. You know, this is the she she's this is where oh. she's she's face down on the bed, and uh, they're having they're having some sex, and this is the. The, the screenshot that is used for this actress's name when she when you type it into Google. Yeah, um, I'm not sure how a puppet can give a shit eating grin, but when when Turkey blocks like the camera view from actually showing any other nudity or actual penetration, uh-huh. that puppet has a shit eating grin on his face. Yeah, he does. He makes some sort of Thanksgiving pun about pie, uh, and then he kills the guy and takes over. Yeah, there's a turkey fuck scene in this movie, Matt. Yeah, I know. Well, we got we got a tease earlier, so now we got the real deal. Um, we had to watch a movie where a turkey fucks a woman. That's something that is gonna. It's there. It's there. You can't take it back now. Yeah, that's part of of our canon now. There's a reason that I was apologizing to you while I was watching this. I yeah, I wouldn't even at home the first time you're watching this and you're sending me texts like, "Oh, I'm sorry, this sucks," and I'm like, "Okay." And then I got home. I was like, "You didn't apologize enough." <laughs> Uh, but then Turkey snaps her neck, and that's the end of Allie, mercifully. <sighs> it's our first big character death. And uh, by the time that Johnny and the others have arrived, Turkey has fled, and he's left a feather and... An extra small gravy-flavored condom. Mm. Mm-hmm. Turkey got a small dick. Isn't that he funny? Did it? It's hilarious. And it's yeah. and it's gravy flavored it's because gravy it's Thanksgiving. Because it's Thanksgiving and he's a turkey, and sometimes you have gravy with turkey. Darren tries making the same 
John Bonet Ramsey joke, and he, he doesn't even tell it right. Like he tells it wrong. Yeah, he tells it wrong, and, and I guess that's what's supposed to be funny because nobody responds to it. And it's like, no, it just wasn't funny the first time. It's no less funny this time. Yeah. Fortunately, it's the last time we get that joke. Yeah. I don't know why they thought they needed to go for a threefer on this, but they did. Yep. Um, they then kind of determined that Kristen's dad has a collection of books about this well, turkey legend or something. First, they say they're going to the library. And what is kind of an awesome line read where, uh, where uh, Darren goes to Billy like, Remember all of those books that I was telling you that were written about this turkey? Yeah, so? Well, fuck, Billy, we go to the library! Which is kind of a good, it was a fun line read. <laughs> Alright. So, but yeah, then they, they determine that Kristen's dad has the collection of books. Yeah. He, he I, I stopped, all, like, this is a part where I just kind of zoned out. I was like, I don't I, care he, anymore. But, but he's got a lot of books, so therefore he's got a book about turkey zombies that murder people. Yeah. So they decide to head over there and check it out in hopes of finding out a way of killing the turkey. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then we have another merciful commercial break. Yeah. Uh, then we get to uh, Sheriff Roud, who is preparing for his Thanksgiving banquet. Yeah, or police he, benefit ball or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, and he's dressed as a turkey. He answers, like, there's a, there's a knock at the door, and he mm-hmm. goes and he answers it, and it's turkey wearing Groucho Marx glasses. So you see, it's funny because the man is dressed as a turkey, and the turkey is dressed like a man. It's, it's the duality of humanity. <laughs> turkey and man. Combined. Turkey asks to see Kristen, and then the two share a cup of coffee, which is so close. It was, yeah, it's it's that whole thing of like this isn't a turkey; it's a normal man. Yeah, like, it's because he's wearing the Groucho Marx glasses. But they had to sprinkle in that little bit of insensitivity yeah, humor about be... about height impaired people. Yeah, and it was like, oh, God, really? But after like Roud makes a and again and legitimately kind of funny thing about like man what an odd little duck all right that does it so close so close to being hilarious Uh uh-huh it's oh my god because like that whole scene where they're just because turkey's like pretending to be one of uh kristen's friends and he's like oh is is kristen here and so brown invites him in for that coffee and they're just sitting at that table for what is like an unfathomable amount of time for a 60 minute movie? Yeah. <laughs> Just talking at each other and having like awkward parent friend conversation. Yeah. And the, and there is, there was a little bit of legitimate funny humor. Right. Because it's like Turkey sneezes and he's just like, oh, it's allergies because of the damn season. And yeah. then, and then, uh, well, actually he, he drops the F-bomb and right. then Rout is like, should you be cursing like that? And Turkey's like, what? Small people can't curse? And he's like, no. It's, it's, it's not the height, it's the, it's uh, the age. It's the age. <laughs> and he's like, how old are you to be cursing? Oh, I'm 500 years old. Oh, never mind. You're probably good then. And it's like, <laughs> you could say fuck all you want. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> it's so close. <laughs> I think that's what's infuriating is like, it keeps cock teasing you with funny bits. <laughs> And then pulling away, and you're just, you have comedy blue balls. <laughs> but um, I'm so mad. <laughs> so, uh, Kristen ends up heading home, and she knocks on her own door for some reason. Uh, I think it was just so that Turkey could answer the door mm-hmm. while wearing the sheriff's face. Yeah. Which dupes everybody. Again, kind of a funny gag. Yeah. There we, there, you're, you're getting there. You're getting there, movie. Yeah. You, got, you just got to push a little further. But um, 
they, they end up going to the garage and again, there's also kind of a funny scene, a puzzling, but funny little bit of joke where the turkey is trying to pretend to be their, the dad yeah. without letting them on that he's a turkey. Yeah. And they're trying to research that they're trying to kill the turkey without letting them letting him on that that like it's it's this kind of thing where they're both trying to keep because, information from each other because the kids don't think that the dad will believe them that there's a killer turkey on the loose right. so they're like oh how we're just looking at books yeah so like again there's something there you <laughs> but instead we get this really dumb montage of them searching through the box through boxes for the books and you get the, ha get it? The fat guy is eating instead of reading. Yeah, and Darren's teaching him to read through, like, a little golden book. Uh-huh. And he's, at one point, he's reading a book upside down. <laughs> um, And then, well, I guess they find the book during the montage. And Darren learns that the turkey has a magical talisman hiding in its feathers and is therefore invincible until somebody removes the talisman. And yeah, the rest of the book is, for some reason, written in code, which... Turns out to be a mathematical code. And of course, the nerd is the one who can crack it. Ah, so funny. <laughs> I, mm, this movie hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy gets fed up, finds ends up finding the sheriff's body, and uh, kind of discovers the ruse. Uh, the turkey then issues a couple of slurs before spouting nonsense oh. about disrespect. Yeah. And that, like, that one... That was hard. Like the first, the first slur hit. The, the, the he uses the R word, and it's just like, ooh, that's yeah. Don't do that. And then he immediately turns around and uses the F slur, and it's like, okay, just yeah, yeah. shut up. Bad, 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 bad. Um, after the turkey spouts this nonsense about disrespecting Native Americans after being insanely insensitive, uh, Billy grapples turkey, and the kids puts get, the turkey in a headlock. Yeah, and then and the the kids get the talisman from him. They only find it in his feathers. Um, I, I, I'm lost in the weeds as to why that was important. But Billy is, after this, like, the, the turkey leaves, he flees, and Billy is just pretty much fed up with this entire movie. <laughs> just and fucking just, exits and the just movie. Walks, <laughs> and uh, Johnny just kind of proclaims that he's going to die, and it's like, yeah, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um... Darren cracks the code because, of course, he does, and learns that they have to recite a ritual backwards. And they have to recite some dark ritual backwards and burn the turkey at the stake or whatever. I don't care anymore. It's very complicated for how to get rid of this. Again, bird. that's supposed to be the joke, right? It's right. not funny. No. Um, and we cut to a scene. Billy's walking down the street, and Turkey illusions himself to look like a cartoon roast turkey. I the, guess. Yeah. And. I don't get it. And Billy picks it up and then vores that whole turkey hole. I think the I, effects are really bad. Like I, I think that's what's going on. Like there. It, he's supposed to be eating it, but it's like this cartoon overlay of this roast turkey. And as it's going into his mouth, they just it evaporates. The turkey, yeah, they make it go away, and there's nothing in Billy's hands. Yeah, like I was honestly like the first time I watched this, I was surprised that it didn't turn out to be like dog shit or something that he was right, eating. right. But the implication, I guess, is, is that it's supposed to be turkey, because then turkey bursts out of his chest using the rifle. So he ate the rifle, too. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just... And this is where you were talking about, like, the bursting out of his chest... It not, doesn't look bad. It's not bad. No. Um, The others end up coming across Billy, and then Billy gets a send-off sequence. This, sequ- this was so baffling. It lasted over 
three minutes and it felt like it was 10. Yeah. Like I said, when I, when I watched this, I totally skimmed over the fact that, uh, Billy and Darren were supposed to be friends. So I thought that Darren was just getting, giving this like really romantic send off song to this guy who was just terrible to him. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly may have been a slight bit more funny, I guess, but they push it too hard because it's like, they keep telling each other that they're each other's best friends and that they'll only have good times and no bad times. And it just keeps going on and on. They keep repeating these things. And yeah, it's like, and they're like feeding ice cream uh, to each other. Yeah. There's a, there's a playing on the swings. Yeah. And it's and... like, Oh my God. And it's, it's, uh, it's so, uh, and then I, I really wish that they would stop giving me a close up of the terrible prop design of what's supposed to be Billy's innards just kind of spilling out. It didn't look good to me. Yeah, the it's one of those things where in quick shots, it looks fine. Mm-hmm. But when you focus on it for that long, you start seeing like what it actually is and it doesn't. Yeah, work. and it, but it, not only does it focus on it, it freaking zooms in on yeah, it right, several right. times. Um, and then we cut to Turkey eating a salad for some reason. He's... You know, he's eating and tossing a salad. Heart, heart, heart. Like the, funny, the only thing right? I could the only thing I could think about this was that one clip from uh Bugs Bunny cartoon where he's like, Oh boy, Tazzy, you sure do toss a mean salad. Maybe. I don't know. But it's it's just like I But um then the remaining kids find the turkey's teepee, and I can't help but wonder whose actual bed sheets they use to make that teepee. It looks bad. Um, they find it on the side of the road and they ambush Turkey and tie him up. He drops another mm-hmm. arsler. Uh, they read the incantation, which makes him vulnerable, I guess. Cause like, the, I don't know. The, yeah. Again, I didn't care. Um, like, th- this fucker's playing by leprechaun rules at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Oscar randomly shows up. He's got like a bandana eye patch thing I, going on. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I I wonder if there was like a cut scene where he fought the turkey and the turkey took his eye. Or... Maybe they shouldn't have cut that. Maybe they should. No, I'm glad they did. I was going to say, you want this movie to be longer? You um, son of a bitch. Oscar... You actual monster. <laughs> Oscar shows up and shoots turkey into a garbage can, which we later learn is filled with radioactive material for whatever. Um, we get our final Merciful commercial break. Uh-huh. Um, and this is, it's so close to the end of the movie. Uh-huh. It's so close. It's like within eight minutes of the end of the movie. Ten. I Ten? checked. Okay. Because I was, that, that commercial break hit and I was just like, am I almost done with this? And I looked, I was like, oh, thank God, I can make it through ten minutes. And it, yeah. Um, the three end up heading back to Kristen's house to watch some movies. And they're watching uh, Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead, yep. And it breaks that cardinal rule of never show a better movie in your shitty movie. <laughs> Uh, Kristen and Johnny pretty much immediately begin making out, and this makes Darren uncomfortable for some reason. Oh, it's because he's not getting with anybody. Yeah, this makes Darren uncomfortable. Um, I meant to say that with more sarcasm. This makes Darren uncomfortable for some reason. Oh, okay. So he leaves. (laughs) But, I mean, it's also weird because they sit down on the couch, and they literally sit, all three of these people sit on exactly half of the couch. (laughs) They're just all cuddled together. Yeah, I thought that was kind of, gonna kind of be like the closing thing of the movie until turkey comes back or whatever you know that turkey is coming well yeah yeah but it's just like okay now they're all three of them are friends even though their families have been brutally murdered then again though that would have been i have to argue that would even have been a funnier way of ending this movie like they shoot the turkey and they make a big deal of like no you can't you have to burn him at the sea you have to follow this ritual radioactive who you know well they're like you he 
you have to burn him at this at the stake and and you have to recite the ritual or else who knows what could happen and yeah. it's like well they they shot him and it'd been hilarious if that was a little if legitimately how, how you killed it. It's like yeah. okay, but that would have been a, that would have been a really funny ending, right? Um, and then it just ends on the three of them like sitting on the couch watching Night of the Living Dead and eating popcorn. Yeah, that would have been freaking <laughs> hilarious. And the camera just zooms out and smashed the credits. But instead, they they start making out. Darren uh-huh. gets up to go pee and then raids the fridge, and he's of course attacked by the now radioactive and revived turkey. And this is where the special effects go right in the toity. They are so bad. Like, they they just... They didn't want to paint the puppet green. Yeah, because I, I had and to And I know... understand, because, like, now that you've mentioned that... Yeah. The director and the writer put, like, made it himself and, like, put work into it, he probably wants to just keep the puppet. Yeah, because, I mean, you, they're not afraid of mutilating the puppet because it still has the gunshot wound on right. it. But, yeah, they they... I think it was just, like, they wanted to make it sure it looked radioactive. Instead, it looks like it has a really, really bad green overlay on it which it does it's just it, well, exactly um it's it's bad yeah um turkey eats darren's tongue out and then furiously pecks at his heart and kills and, darren for yeah well he, he pecks out his heart he pecks out his heart because yeah. you see, it, it lands on the kitchen floor and, and beats. beats for yeah a little bit um and then he, I do think it's really funny because they show uh, Billy, like, welcoming Darren into heaven. And <laughs> Billy just says, there's no turkeys up here. <laughs> That's, once again, funny linery. I missed that one, actually. Come on, Darren. Come on. God's awake. Come on. No turkeys up here, Darren. Come on. <laughs> it's a good linery. So we then cut back to... Johnny and Kristen, who are now passed out on the couch, Johnny wakes up with a bad feeling that the turkey may have somehow survived because he bets the trash can could have been filled with radioactive waste. And get it? It's funny because that's what happened. Yeah. He goes to check on Darren and is stabbed by an electric turkey carver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the tur- see, that's the other thing, too. Like, the turkey didn't start using, like turkey related weaponry until this last scene and they really should have because like when he's he shoots the turkey thermometer into darren's butt yeah and like okay it's like that's kind of funny it's turkey related and then the turkey carver and it's like but up until here it was just tomahawks and right right rifles and (laughs) i mean i guess maybe tomahawk has that kind of cultural like relationship with native americans and turkeys and then rifles because of turkey hunting i i don't know he uses but, a machete too though at one point Tur- turkey's natural enemy is the machete it, everybody oh, yeah. knows this okay i am honestly surprised that they didn't parody like the mr bean thanksgiving scene where he gets the turkey on his head yeah now like his, and mm. like he suffocates somebody like that or something like that and it, that would be a low-hanging fruit because then it could, they could make an ass a head up the ass right. joke why why didn't they do that? My guess is that the puppet is not like Stretchy it's not a enough. full puppet. Yeah, it's not a it's full a, turkey. It's, a hand it's just puppet. a hand puppet with feathers and stuff. Yeah, because you don't ever see turkeys bottom Legs. half. No, so you that's see probably his, part of it. His head and like the tail feathers. But, can't I mean, help but wonder if the crew the crew uh, were kicking themselves for not being able to do that joke. I guarantee you, it came across. Like it thing. had to have. It had to have because that is so obvious. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get some more turkey vision. Um, Turkey chases Kristen and Johnny out to a shack, and she ends up torching Turkey with a lighter and some aerosol spray, you know, lighting him in fi- on fire. And he is miserable. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, hates this. Johnny has a send-off that we really can't hear because the music is too loud. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make it. I'm sorry. I wish I could call a timeout. 
this one. Stop it. Shut up. And then he dies, um, reminding her that the uh, the turkey has to be killed by a you know a stake to the fire, right? right. Or like burn, burned burned at like the stake witch. like a witch, um, and she like it has a pyre in her backyard. Yeah, she's got a pyre in her backyard. But um, I also want to deduct points from this movie for not using the movie title in either of the one liners she gives. Yeah, like seriously, like. Happy Thanks killing and then whack. It's like, okay, that would have been a point. But no, instead we get Roast in hell, asshole. Oh fuck. And Peck on someone your own size. You could it's there in the name of the movie. You already you, you used it once. Use it again. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's the type of joke where you repeat it enough times it becomes funny. Yeah. Not the The anyway. Jomine Ramsey thing. Yeah. yeah. So um she golfs the flaming turkey into a nearby pyre and it drops a cooked turkey leg. Uh, Oscar also shows up to congratulate her and she eats the leg. And then we cut to a random family. Who the fuck are these people? Um, they're, I, I tried to look up. Um, they're listed in the credits and I'm pretty damn sure that they are uh, Downey's like friends and family. Okay. Two of them, their last names are Downey. Well, okay. Um, and then the other two have similar, same last Maybe names. Maybe they're related to Iron Man. You don't know. Maybe he is. I don't know either. I have no idea. <laughs> Iron Man directed this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they're eating this Thanksgiving meal, and while they're praying, the cooked turkey stands up, and in Turkey's voice says that it'll be back for the sequel, which is apparently in space. Yeah, because that's what it says. Um, I read in the uh, in some of the trivia that they actually did not actually plan for a sequel, so oh, this really? was supposed to be its own joke. That would have been funnier. Yeah, but no, there is a sequel. But what they now, did, ended up doing is kind of funny. So yeah, we uh, let's 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 touch on that a little yeah, bit now that the movie's that, wrapped that is up. Worth so talking about, I think. I didn't read into the reasons why, mostly because God help me, I plan on covering the sequel at some point in time for another probably Thanksgiving next Thanksgiving. Episode. I don't know if I'm quite ready that that soon, but. <laughs> But anyway, so I didn't I didn't research into why, but uh, you you know go ahead you can. Well, it, it's like okay, they're they pinned out the sequel, like they made the script and everything, but never shot it, so they just jumped ahead to Thanksgiving three, and that's the one they made. Yeah. So this yeah the, the Thanksgiving sequel, the direct one to this is Thanksgiving three. Right. There is no Thanksgiving two, which is kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Yeah, that's clever. There's also a musical. I hadn't heard about that. I didn't until I was researching this. There is a Thanksgiving musical. Oh, sure. Why not? They're like, but they can do musicals about anything anymore. So the Beetlejuice musical is amazing. <laughs> Maybe this is good too. <laughs> so that was Thanksgiving. It was that it was, man. Um, yeah, this, mm. this one hurt. Like I said, it's, it's not a, it's not a Chris and Matt movie. No, it is. Again, if you if you for whatever reason enjoyed this movie and stuck if through this, to this is, pod through that through this yeah. long in this podcast, more power to you. If this I, is I, your I, bag, that is amazing. I'm glad you found something you you can enjoy in life. Yeah, like um, chase your bliss, uh, like wherever you can. No, I I found this hard to. get If through. this was any longer, I don't think I could have made it. Yeah, like I 
I'm not going to lie. When I was watching this before you had and we were texting, uh-huh. I was worried that you were going to tell me, no, I can't do it. It was close. And it thank was you for doing close. that because I honestly didn't know what I was going to do with that. Happened. I would have just sat here and like just stared slack-jawed at you the entire time as you described it to me. <laughs> I guess that could have worked. But, oh man, it's... This was, this was the anti-joy for me. Like, this was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um... I guess we'll head over to the... We'll head over to the crunch. Yeah, we'll... we'll you know, we've had our uh, meat and potatoes. Now we're going to go get our veggies. Chicken boo, what's the matter with you? You don't act like the other chickens do. You wear a disguise to look like human guys, but you're not a man, you're a chicken boo. So welcome back. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> we're recording this the next day. We had to uh, take a break. <laughs> had to take some time to ourselves. Yeah, now, now that it's been now that it's been a day, uh, and we ha- we've been able to sleep on it, Chris. Yeah, have, have our opinions changed no. on this movie? No, they no. haven't. No. <laughs> no. Why would you even ask that? You didn't even let me give give me a chance to interrupt myself. Yeah, because um, I knew what the question was going to be, and I knew what the answer was. It was no. <laughs> Why would it be anything else? However, uh, despite the fact that we didn't enjoy this movie very much, uh, I had a lot of fun with this, with the crunch on this. Uh-huh. Uh, th- this this stupid turkey gave me a lot to work with. So <laughs> let's dive in because I don't want this to run too long. So okay. um, I created the Hell Turkey. I okay. could not come up with a better name. I think that it was just because I didn't care enough at yeah. the time. That's fine. But he is a small fiend who is chaotic evil. Armor class of 10. Hit points of 3d6. It's an average of 13. He's a little boy. He's a little boy. Uh, speed of 20, because he's a turkey. And a puppet at that, so we don't even see him moving all that much. You never see his legs, movie. as far as I know. Yeah, like. so... Um, he's got... Uh, I, I based a lot of his stats off of the eagle stat block. <laughs> okay, in the, sure. So, uh, <laughs> I gave him a little bit better strength. He, he's got 12 strength, 12 in dexterity. Uh, he's... Obviously, a smart turkey, you know, smart capable turkey. of capable of human speech. Right. So he's got an intelligence of thirteen, and uh, I gave him a charisma of sixteen. That seems high. It does seem high until you realize that a man wants to fuck this turkey. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> and he's also uh, he's got some skills and things that back this up. So that's why he has such a high t- charisma. Um. His, he does have proficient, double proficiency in all of his skills, which are deception, performance, and stealth. Okay. Uh, now, this is where things get a little buck wild. Uh, yeah. He's got damage resistances to pretty much everything except for fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and you'll you'll see more of the, the puzzle coming together as we move on. But, yeah. Um, so that's kind of... Part of where he becomes a challenge rating three with only having thirteen hit points. Uh huh. Um, the other part is uh, his his abilities here. Um, first off, he's a natural born killer. The hell turkey is proficiency with any weapon that it picks up. Okay. I mean, we see him picking up a lot of different weapons right. in the movie. Uh, and short of giving him attacks for each individual weapon from the movie, I figured this would be the easier way. Okay. Uh, secondly, he's got a radioactive form. <laughs> When the Hell Turkey is reduced to zero hit points for the first time, it transforms into the Radioactive Hell Turkey with all of its hit points. We'll get to that stat block in a moment. 
Uh, he also has innate spell casting, uh, spell, de- spell DC of 13, uh, plus 5 to hit with spell attacks, uh, and it can ca- innately cast the following spells requiring no material components. Friends, mm-hmm. Minor Illusion, and Thaumaturgy at will. Okay. And then once a day, it can cast Charm Person and Disguise Self. Okay. I figured that encapsulated pretty well the different shenanigans that we see in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I, now, I can get that. his actions, he's got multi-attack, and he can take three peck attacks. Okay. He's got a battle axe. Pretty standard. De- right. Deals about six damage. Uh, six slashing. Uh, he's got a rifle. <laughs> now, this one was a little bit more of a strange pull. Um, the rifle statistics in, the, uh, in, in D&D, uh, it's 2d10 plus one. So, uh, this rifle pack's a pretty good punch for a, this low of a creature. Uh, right. 12 piercing damage. And then he's got his peck attack, which deals... Uh, four average damage. Okay. So, now he's also a legendary creature. Jesus, there why? Are, because there are legends written about him. He uh, has literature in the book. God, I guess so. So he is a legendary creature. He has the three following uh, legendary actions that he can take: spell uh-huh. casting, so he can cast one of his at will spells. Okay. Uh, the peck attack, the hell turkey makes one peck attack, and finally the the last ability that he has that costs two actions called insufferable <laughs> basically representing of every time this turkey opens his mouth in the movie okay. all creatures that can hear and see the hell turkey must make a successful or must make a dc 15 wisdom saving throw or take 6d6 psychic damage, <laughs> so or, damage or half as much on a successful save but the bonus is because he is so irritating that any creature within five feet of the hell turkey may spend its reaction to take an attack of opportunity on it uh, sure <laughs> <laughs> Which is why he does so much damage with that psychic damage. Right, there's a there's right. a drawback. So you oh want to get in close God. to this turkey and make him shut up. Yeah, sure. So uh, that's my hell turkey. Uh-huh. Let's move right along to the radioactive hell turkey. Uh, let's. Uh, I didn't change a huge huge amount. He's got mostly the same statistics. Uh-huh. Uh, I upped his strength a little bit because movie radioactivity. Right. Um... I did remove two of his skills, those he can't being... He perform as well now that he's glowing! Exactly! He's he's not as uh, as good at that. I, I still gave him the stealth skill because he sneaks up on Darren in the movie. Uh, then again, he's glowing, so I might need to do a few things. Maybe, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking I might need to give him disadvantage on all stealth checks. Yeah. Let me do that whole thing. Okay. So, um, so, yeah, he's he does still have his proficiency in stealth. Okay. Um, he still has his damage resistances. Uh-huh. And, uh, now he has, and he still has the natural born killer ability, but now he is glowing. Uh, the radioactive hell turkey is disadvantage on stealth checks. So even though he's proficient in them, he's, you know, right. he's glowing. Right. And then finally he's got a cooked form. <laughs> when the radioactive hell turkey is reduced to zero hit points for the first time, it transforms into the cooked hell turkey with all its hit points. Oh my God. We'll get to that in a moment. Right. Sure. <laughs> uh, his attacks are pretty similar, just slightly modified yeah. instead of, uh, I mean, he's still got the multi-attack and the peck attack, which the peck attack now deals twice as much damage. Okay. Because he's radioactive. Because he's radioactive and he pecks out a heart. Yeah. Um, but he's also got the carver, which is the melee, uh, melee weapon attack. Uh, right. It's 2d6 plus two piercing damage. And he's got a dart instead of a rifle. Uh, which actually does less damage because it's a dart, not a rifle. That's still a lot of damage for a dart, though. 2d8 plus 1 piercing damage. He yeah. throws it pretty hard. <laughs> he's still a legendary creature, so he still has legendary actions. This time, a little bit more subdued. Uh, he's got the dart and the peck attacks uh-huh. uh, that he can make. And then for two co- uh, two actions, he doesn't really do any 
bantering while he's radioactive as much. So uh, he no longer has the insufferable ability. Instead, he's got the furious peck ability. The radioactive hell turkey makes a peck attack. If the attack hits, the radioactive hell turkey can repeat this attack against the same target until the attack misses. Wowzers. Yeah. That could be very deadly. Right? Right? So, uh, I mean, he pick, he pecks out a heart in yeah. the movie, so that's kind of where that's going. Um, and then finally, we've got the cooked hell turkey. Armor class of eight, three hit points, speed of five feet, two in strength, two in dexterity. This guy is he's a cooked turkey what are you gonna do um i did increase his charisma to 18 because like no matter how you feel about turkey uh, a cooked turkey looks tasty (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess that's justification (laughs) and his only ability in action is the slam he uh plus two to hit one bludgeoning damage sure he's got a challenge rating of zero yeah and then okay and then we move on Oh my god. <laughs> to the magic item that I created for our hell turkey. Yeah. The turkey totem. It's a wondrous item, legendary, and requires attunement by a turkey. The only reason that I had that is so that players couldn't get a hold of this thing and be invincible. Right. Because this carved wooden totem resembles a stylized turkey wielding an axe. I, I didn't look up to see exactly what the totem looked like in the movie because I didn't care enough. And right, I did right, not want right. to load that movie up again, but I figured this this kind of fits. That, that's fine. You lose attunement to this item when you are no longer carrying it while when attuned. You are no longer a turkey. Yep. <laughs> or that. <laughs> while attuned, you have immunity to all damage. Oh, no. So This turkey's dynamite. <laughs> yep. So that's, that's why he's got such low HP. Right. Not only the resistances, but you give him this and he's invincible until he is, until it's wrestled from his person. Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, I also made a spell. Now, this one is pretty bog standard, I think. Uh, might, I, again, I, I'm not a good, I can make monsters. Uh-huh. I cannot make anything else usually. <laughs> uh, so this might be broken. I don't know. But we've got the spell, Remove Resistance. This is representing uh, representing the, uh, the incantation that they speak in okay. the movie to remove the turkey's invincibility. Um... Where I guess because in the movie the totem was giving him it, it, it's it's fuzzy so that's why I did the invincibility immunity right. and then resistances, but uh, this is um, a first level abjuration spell that can be cast as a ritual because of course, mm-hmm. uh, but normally casting time is one minute range is unlimited. Wow. Uh, basically, you choose a target, and no matter where that target is they're going to be affected by this spell. Yeah. The, the caveat here is that the components are ver- vocal and uh, material, the material being a biological part of the target that you okay. want. So like a lock of hair or a feather. Uh-huh. Um, and that, that item is burned and consumed by the spell. Okay. And for the next 24 hours, when you cast the spell, you choose a target. The target loses any damage resistances it had during the spell's duration. Okay. Pretty simple. Yeah. Like I said, I, I'm first level might be a little too... I have I, yeah. no idea how to balance spells. Neither do I. So hopefully that doesn't come across too broken. Um, and then your your players, you know, turn around and use the spell to nerf massive power, right. massively powerful enemies. But again, I think that the, the caveat of having to the have... Real, yeah, real. having to have a part of that might help negate that. I don't know. But I also wanted... Like, this turkey is a, is a challenge rating 3. I wanted the spell to be accessible to a level 3 character. Right. So that was kind of my reasoning behind this. I, like, I think it's fine, but I would have 
absolutely no idea. Yeah, so if we have any spellmasters out there who are listening to this, uh, feel free to uh, to at me or just yell at us, whatever. Feel free to, to get a hold of us and let me know that this might be incredibly broken or not. I don't know. Um, but at the same time, this is fucking thanksgiving. Yeah. I barely give a shit. Um, <laughs> and and there you have it. You um, more than I thought. <laughs> well, like I said, I started I started working with it, and I'm like, well, dang, this movie it gave me a lot to work with. More so, he's a busy guy. Well, and and I think that the there's a direct correlation to the quality of the movie, or at least the uh, the genre of the movie, uh-huh. and the number of things that I've been able to do. Because a legitimate horror movie, a good monster movie, you actually don't see a whole lot of the monster, right? So you don't know what they can do because that is where the horror comes from—the mystery and the yeah, the questioning. Yeah. Whereas a goof movie like this, you see quite a bit of it, and you see him doing goofy shit because well, it, yeah, it's a cartoon. Essentially. Exactly. Just not so, a very good... and I mean, well, yeah, it is a cartoon, and I would not want to fight a cartoon character. No. <laughs> I would die because I am not a cartoon character. <laughs> like that's all there is to it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that, that's what I got, Chris. That's what you got. That is what I've got. Um, do you have anything to add? Any notes? Uh, no, I got, I got nothing. I'm ready to you don't wanna... put this turkey in the ground. <laughs> We've spent two days on this turkey, Matt. I'm done with it. Well. I mean, I know that after Thanksgiving, there's always leftovers, but <laughs> this is ridiculous. So that, that was our, that was our show. Um, happy Thanksgiving for everybody who yeah, celebrates yeah. it. Uh, happy regular Thursday, Thursday for everybody who doesn't. Yeah. Um, eat a turkey anyway. I don't care. So yeah. Thank again. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, follow us at uh, on Twitter at Creature Crunch. Uh, hit us up on our Patreon, Creature Crunch, as well. There. Uh, we're not doing a Critter Kibbles for this episode. No, I pretty much laid it all out in the episode proper and yeah we're not yeah, doing we, for our bonus episodes we're not doing a second bonus episode yeah that would be redundant uh and that's way more effort than i ever <laughs> want to put in for fucking thanks killing yeah so um you can also reach us at uh, uh creature crunch podcasts at gmail.com um and uh yeah uh chris Yo. if anybody wants to find you and yell at you about this uh, movie about, about my turkey opinions about your turkey opinions <laughs> uh, where can they do that at uh you can find me on twitter at the library c that's c-e-e and if you would like to yell at me about my turkey opinions or my bad spells, whatever, uh, you can do so at uh, Danny underscore Hamsteak on Twitter. So, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and uh, enjoy stuff that you enjoy. Why do you-